Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. All right. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Thank you so much for being here. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. It was quite a day yesterday at the White House, huh? Yeah. Well, the... Who knew? I thought I know. gay marriage was legal. Some people may have thought it wasn't. I didn't realize people were getting thrown out of restaurants <laughs> because they're gay. That's well, we got some signing ceremony on how we can all eat sub sandwiches today. <laughs> yeah, We already can't. I, I didn't understand any of it. Well, President Biden signed the yeah. so-called Respect for Marriage Act, which Democrats claim is just about protecting same-sex marriage. But the thing is, it really doesn't even do that. What what the Respect for Marriage Act does is, let's say that uh, somehow, some way in the next few years, the Supreme Court gets a hold of a case that gives them the opportunity to overturn the ruling that legalized uh, same-sex marriage across all 50 states. This bill does not make it mandatory for a state to recognize same-sex unions. All it does is say the federal government will recognize same-sex marriages in states where it is legal. So basically, <laughs> yeah. if, if the Supreme Court ruling gets overturned and let's say the state of Texas says, all right, we're not going to recognize this anymore, well, they can do that. They would be within their rights to do that under the legislation that was passed and signed. But if Massachusetts, for example, says, well, we're going to keep gay marriage on the books, well, then the federal government would just continue to recognize that as as legal. That's all it does. It's window dressing. A lot of people were talking about this yesterday saying when, you know, the country has so many challenges as we do right now and seemingly none of them are being dealt with. You just take attention away, especially with media and everything else. And you have a big celebration. Yeah. It was like earlier in the year where it was the celebration for outlawing lynching. <laughs> like what? There was yeah. one. I know. That's what I'm saying. I and everybody was, at the time going, "What are you talking about? Who yeah, knew? Who's, lynch- what's, who's lynching? I don't you know, know. Murder is illegal unless, until this bill was passed, unless you strung someone up by a rope. In which case, in some jurisdictions. According to the left, that would have been a legal form of murder. I don't know, man. They're, they make it, stuff it, up as they go along. They do. And then media plays right along. And so you have the people that watch this stuff get their news from there saying, who knew? I, th- I know I heard something about white supremacy. I didn't know they were still lynching people. Well, good <laughs> for them for making sure that that doesn't happen again. It's like, you dope. It wasn't happening. No. Jeez, man. Anywhere. So... Yeah, there are a few clips to play. What do you have here for Biden? Well, Joe was very excited, though. Here's, you know, him thanking all the people who made it happen. Okay. Kamala, Doug, my cabinet members, including Pete Buttigieg. Got close, got close. He did. And a special thanks to our professor. <laughs> it's all about gay marriage today, right? Yeah. The gay married man on the cabinet. You butchered his name, Joe. The one name you had to get right today. Pete Buttigieg. <laughs> <laughs> a special thanks to our performers, 
Joy, Sam, and Cindy. Look, you know, and the gay man's choir in Washington, D.C. Gay men's marriage choir. And the members of Congress here today. <laughs> yeah. The gay man's married choir, yes. <laughs> they are <Yes>. excellent. <laughs> Have you heard them doing jazz standards? <laughs> it's awesome. And please, no one bring up what I've said in the past about gay marriage. Okay? Please, no one bring that up today. No. Because I'm a pioneer. I'm that guy. Because that's made the rounds, you know. Remember back in the day when, whether it was Big O or Hillary, Biden, gay marriage. What? No. Marriage. Sacred between a man and a woman. You'd think that was 100 years ago. Yeah. No, what was that? 2006? Yeah. Yeah. And Biden was talking at the time about, you know what? Oh, my gosh. This is a distraction to even talk about this right now. I'm sure you've heard this before, yeah, David. Well, 2008, when he was running for, well, when he was part of the uh, Obama campaign. That's right. During a debate. Wow. What do you want to hear first? You want to hear the 2006? You oh, want to sure. move on to the we need laws to protect the mutilation of children? What do you need? <laughs> what, what, let's, hear, let's hear the 2006 audio then. Okay, sure, yeah. The world's going to... Hades in a handbasket. We are desperately concerned about the circumstance relating to uh, avian flu. We don't yeah. have enough vaccines. We don't have enough police officers. And we're going to debate the next three weeks, I'm told, gay marriage, a flag amendment, and God only knows what else. I can't believe the American people can't see through this. We already have a law. The Defensive Marriage Act, where we've all voted, not where I voted and others said, look, marriage is between a man and a woman, and states must respect that. What? Whoa. That's the same Joe Biden? Yeah. What? Well, nobody's violated that law. There's been no challenge to that law. Why do we need a constitutional amendment? Marriage is between a man and a woman. What? Don't ask him about that now. He's evolved. Like Big O did and Hillary and so many others. And what's next, I wonder? Hmm. Well, some people would say it's going to be this uh, this whole relationship between adults and children because sometimes that can be a positive thing for children. That's where it's going, oh, I'm, man. I'm telling you. The, you can already see it starting. This is some very dark stuff. Yes, it is. Man. And that was addressed yesterday, David. Well, yeah. Well, this was about uh, the mutilation of children. Uh, Joe Biden gave us a preview of what's next and maybe, maybe, just maybe. It has to do with a law that says that uh, states have to allow doctors to do gender-affirming care for minors. Right, right. We need to challenge the hundreds of callous, cynical laws introduced in the states targeting transgender children. It's not targeting. Stop it. You're trying to protect kids. Terrifying families and criminalizing doctors who give children the care they need. We have to protect these children so they know they're loved and we will stand up for them and say they can seek for themselves. What's the most loving thing you can do? Say wait a while. Yeah, stop this from happening. No, we're not going to do this. Yeah. Not That's a, absolutely right. Not to a 13-year-old. No, especially. I mean, if you're looking at, say, minimum 80% of these kids are going to grow out of it, upwards of 90%. And you still, as a doctor, say, no, 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 we got to start with the puberty blockers. And then Biden says... Criminalizing doctors who give children the care they need. No, they should be criminalized. They should be put in freaking jail. Anybody with moral sense would know that, Joe. You've lost it. 
I don't know that he ever had it. He he. Doesn't. It's always been whatever's politically advantageous. He's told what to say and he says it. It isn't it wild though that if you have a high school aged kid right now, mm-hmm. within that kid's lifetime, the current president of the United States has gone from marriage is absolutely between a man and a woman. Period. Mm-hmm. The end. We have a law. I support that law. To Yes, we should allow doctors to lop off the genitals of healthy children. That's what's happened. That's a crazy slippery slope, man. Yes. And so when people talk about, no, what's coming next is sometimes it's very affirming to have a relationship with a younger person. Dude. Yeah, you don't have, you, you don't have to wonder what if. It's already been done before. We talked about it. Uh, a few times there was this article uh, describing what happened in Germany in like the 60s and the 70s as lawmakers were so desperate to distance themselves from the from Nazi Germany they turned to a bunch of academics and just went along with it uh, Mm -hmm. to the point where they actually had a program that placed children in foster care in the care of pedophiles because they thought well the the pedophiles will have a vested interest in taking care of these kids because they love the kids. It's crazy. It's crazy. So more on that a little bit later. Meanwhile, um, there is a proposed immigration reform bill, says Karine Jean-Pierre. Well, we're seeing another massive surge of migrants showing up at the southern border, and it's only going to get worse as Title 42 is ending next week. This is the health order that made it easier to expel migrants uh, White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre was asked, hey, are y'all prepared to handle this? Fair question. So, look, um, as you know, um, uh, as I know you guys are all tracking, the Secretary Mayorkas is in El Paso today, and he's assessing operations, and uh-huh. he's speaking to the workforce down there. He's also meeting with local officials who have been in, who have uh, been incredibly important partners uh, as we rebuild our asylum system. The Department of Homeland Security is working to quickly decompress uh, what we're seeing in the El Paso area, for example. Uh, look, this is something, again, the first day of the president administration he put forth a a, a, a comprehensive oh immigration okay we're past 30 seconds and she hasn't said anything nope words mean nothing what immigration uh, reform bill because he understands how how important this is uh, we have taken action we have uh, we have uh, given the D- department of uh, homeland security uh, historic funding now worst president and administration in all of our lifetimes period the end yeah. trying to destroy the country what it is that's just another step prove me wrong impossible to prove you wrong sir it's it's a joke she's a joke he's a joke as a president homeland security's a joke the border's a joke and it's just a whole lot of evil when you look at what they're trying to do to kids holy crap man you got anything to cheer us up david i do actually really um yeah uh, I've been looking forward to this since I stumbled across it. So this guy, Bill McClintock, he's oh, yeah. a dude. He does brilliant <laughs> song mashups. You know, you take one song, mix it with another, et cetera. Uh, and the new one is Just in Time for Christmas. It is uh, Ain't Talking About Love by Van Halen. Yeah. Mixed with Ho- Jose Feliciano's Feliz Navidad. Okay, I'm excited. Okay, me too. Uh, all right, I'm yeah. excited. Roll it. <laughs> I 
on my Christmas playlist for sure. (laughs) Thank you, David. You're welcome. That's fantastic. And we are going to turn this thing around with the country. There's a lot of hope. There is a lot of hope. Uh, Some people would say we need DeSantis. He's taking on Big Pharma. You hear about this? Yes, sir. This is pretty cool. We'll get to that much more coming up right here. (laughs) Yeah. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. You know, it would seem to me with pretty much anything, you would want to know what the truth is, no matter. You believed in a certain medicine working, but all of a sudden you found out it doesn't work. So the only I time, want to know that. Right. I mean, the only time I truly want to be lied to is when I'm asked about my looks, when somebody offers up an opinion. <laughs> then I want them to lie. Oh, I thought you always told me it was when you asked, were you satisfied after that? That's two things, okay? That's two things. Okay. That's, okay. Okay. But that's it. If you think of something else, you can throw it in there, though. All right. <laughs> I, I, I'm just thinking about the, the vaccines right now, not your sex life. Uh, that's what I'm trying to focus on, Scott. Okay. And I'm thinking, okay, if they're no longer working and it can be proven that they're really not working, you'd want to know. Oh, sure. But doesn't it seem there are so many people dug in? It works. You need to take it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I have a family member who has just uh, come down with a case of the Rona and has managed to avoid it, uh, as far as they know, uh, up until now, th- this point. This person has had four shots, is uh, crazy about the masking, washing hands, uh, limiting gatherings still, and has it and then was telling me yesterday, oh, you know, I feel like a failure and all of this, like I screwed up, I let my guard down once. It's like, well, no. It's a highly contagious respiratory virus. The reality is everybody is going to get it at one point or another, right? Yeah. And then this person was saying, well, you got to make sure you go get your booster. And I just kind of laughed. Like, I'm not mad. I got the first two shots. And, I, you know, I, I'm not mad at this person for getting, you know, four shots if that's what their doctor was telling them was wise, given their yeah. health conditions, whatever. That's sure. fine. But you literally have COVID right now. And you're talking about the need for other people to get more shots. It doesn't make sense, but I don't think people process it because, like you were saying, Scott, uh, people are just dug in. It does seem that way. Well, And I bring it up for this. Yeah. And then I get the rest of your take, Scott. It's Ron DeSantis in Florida. Um, Some are saying it's taking on the pharmaceutical industry, calling for a statewide grand jury to be impaneled to investigate COVID-19 vaccines and any potential efforts um, that misled and misrepresented the efficacy of the drug. You would think that would be a good thing, right? He said, today I'm announcing a petition uh, to impanel a statewide grand jury to investigate any wrongdoing with respect to the vaccines. So that will come with legal processes that will be able to get more information and bring legal accountability for those who committed misconduct. And he said, you know, he wants to create a grand jury to investigate the shots, big pharma, cardiac-related deaths tied to the mRNA vaccine, and forming a public health integrity committee to oversee the medical establishment. And he's done that with his Surgeon General, who's done a lot of research on it. But all that freaks people out. 
Oh, DeSantis, he's just he's trying to make a name for himself. Oh, okay. Don't you want to know the truth about the vaccines more than anything else? And if it turns out that they are totally what they said they were, I can't even hardly get through that sentence. Oh, okay. But I would think people would want to know the truth on that. Yeah. Well, we, and how people were misled. We just got the news, or we talked about it yesterday, that CVS and Walgreens had this massive settlement over dealing out opioids. Yes. Um, and there's been a lot of talk about the Sackler family and, you know, all, all of these uh, painkillers that were flooded into the market and the lies that were told to doctors and the, the lies that some doctors told about it. Like, do we really think it's not possible that somebody did it again? I, you know, again, I, I don't know. You might as well look into it. What's the harm in looking into it, honestly? What industry has paid out more in lawsuits <laughs> than any other industry? The pharmaceutical yeah. industry. But when it comes to COVID, beyond reproach. Well, well okay. that's, that's the thing about the, uh, the vaccines now, the fourth one. I mean, nobody's getting it. No. And they're, they're going to spend another, like, $6 million in trying to push this thing over the next couple of weeks. During the holidays. Yes. And before the holidays. Yeah, but nobody wants it because, well, I had three and I got COVID. Or I had two and I got COVID. Doesn't matter. It makes no sense to me. And the people who didn't get it have better results with COVID. Yes. Go figure. Okay. Blood pressure, Scott. We got to keep it down. Jeez. Jeez, do I even bring up this story? We'll make it short. We mentioned it yesterday. Uh, the Cambridge Dictionary redefined woman. On social media, people were going off on that because it, it just it makes no sense of how it's defined. An adult who lives and identifies as female, though they may have been said to have a different sex at birth. <laughs> it's that rumor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you have people that are just not living in reality. It's in freaking sanity, man. Okay. There is a great quote from Kareem Jean-Pierre that Van Camp will have. you got to hear next. Neurotic Show. Thank you so much for being here. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer, the millennial David Van Camp, and the boomer, the sexy boomer, Scott Robbins. Yo, yo. Okay, who who believes in the rule of law? Oh, well, clearly Joe Biden. You know that. Oh. Of course, yeah. Uh, So that, uh, backing up here, uh, that Sam Bankman-Fried fraudster is oh, yeah. facing a whole bunch of charges now because he used his cryptocurrency company to steal investors' money. He'll be known now as Sam Bankman-Fraud. Yes, exactly. Yes, okay. Uh, well, until, I didn't mean to do it to anybody. <laughs> until the charges are mysteriously dropped, and then it is back to Sam Bankman-Fried. Uh, he's also accused of violating campaign finance laws. He was a big donor to Democrats. Now, he claims he also donated to Republicans, but the most visible politicians he bought off uh, were Democrats, including Joe Biden himself. Sure. So uh, White, House, believe that. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre was asked if Joe Biden would return the donation and encourage other Democrats to do the same. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Roll it. So, look, I'm covered here by the Hatch Act, uh, limited on what I can say, and anything that's connected to political contributions uh, from here, I, I, I would have to refer you to the DNC. I'm, I'm asking the president's opinion, though, uh, 
does he want those people who... No, you asked me two questions. You asked me about will he return the donations, and then you asked me about his opinion. I'm answering the first part, which is I'm covered by the Hatch Act from here. I am limited to what I can say, and I just can't talk to political contributions or anything related to that. I cannot speak yeah. about it from here. His opinion, though? I, I just, just cannot speak mm. to this uh, from here. Even his opinion, even his thoughts about uh, the contributions, donations, I cannot speak from it, from about that from here. I am covered yeah. by the Hatch Act, which I'm happy to say over and over again because we believe in the rule of law here. Oh, God. Actually, Except when it comes to the border or a yeah. you know, hundred other things. Or or taking straw donations from a known fraudster. Yes. Um, no, and, and also she's not the Hatch Act has nothing to do with this. That's about federal officials actively campaigning, which they flout all the time. I mean, they lie about Republicans constantly. Uh, and I, I it, look, it, it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, she might as well just say, I can't speak to that under the terms of the Louisiana Purchase. I mean, it, uh, it, that's nonsense. Well, it's not like she's up for the Nobel Prize, okay? <laughs> she's just trying to do her job. <laughs> What an absolute joke. It's unbelievable. Um, okay, so there's so many different stories going on at the same time. We're looking at stuff. And there are some stories that just jump out at you more than others. May not be the biggest story of the day, uh, but it's certainly interesting. And maybe it makes you angry. Maybe it just makes you laugh. Whatever it is, it's time to tell your story, starting with David. And that is, what's your story, David? What's your story? Oh. This is an enlightening article that I read about on Forbes. I'm sorry, it was Fortune. A uh, okay. new study claims that people who didn't get the COVID vaccine are more likely to get into a serious car crash. <laughs> I'm not joking. Oh, that's hold, hold that's on, what man. they're claiming. Hold on. Yeah. I saw the headline. I Seriously, I thought that was a joke. No. I didn't. That's real. I oh, read it. Yeah. It's real. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So what they say is if you passed on getting the COVID vaccine, you might be a lot more likely to get into a car crash. So a new study published this month in the American Journal of Medicine, what they did was during the summer of 2021, Canadian researchers examined the encrypted government-held records of more than 11 million adults, 16% of whom had not received the COVID vaccine. And they found that unvaccinated people were 72% more likely to be involved in a severe traffic crash what they say is it's because people who resist public health recommendations might also neglect basic road safety guidelines <laughs> distrust of the government a belief in freedom misconception of daily risks faith in natural protection antipathy toward regulation poverty misinformation a lack of resources and of personal beliefs are potential reasons proposed by the authors you know what I was thinking also? What's that? <laughs> you're one that probably wants to live your life. <laughs> so you're out more. You're not at home in well, fear. Yeah. Well, also, I mean, if you look at what at least the trends in the United States, and I, I think they're fairly similar uh, in, in uh, Canada, smaller towns, rural areas tend to be lower, uh, have lower COVID vaccination rates. And part of it is because for a lot of folks, the pandemic didn't bring life to a stall uh, to a to a stall. Right. You know, either they live in states like South Dakota that really didn't do any of the restrictions or whatever. But also, if you're driving further distances, 
the idea that you would be involved in a serious traffic accident go up. They just do. It doesn't mean you're a bad driver. It just means, you know, you're in the car more at high speeds on the highway. Yes. That's yeah. it. Yeah. But I I just want to read the last line of this story here. Uh, okay. So the findings are significant enough, they say, experts say, that primary care doctors should consider counseling unvaccinated patients on traffic safety. <laughs> <laughs> and... First responders may also consider taking precautions to protect themselves from COVID when responding to serious traffic crashes, as it's more likely that the driver is unvaccinated. Oh, my gosh, man. <laughs> that's that's a sickness. It, that is a sickness, dude. I'm, I'm almost speechless. I know, I know, I know. These people have lost their minds. Yes. People that are unvaccinated, they're, they're, they're wild. They can't be tamed. They drive fast. They're a menace. They need to be stopped. Please counsel them. <laughs> Holy crap. All right, Scott, what's your story? Well, my story involves NBC News and their coverage of Sam Britton. I don't know if you happen to see this or not. A tweet came out from NBC News that said, Sam Britton, who earlier this year became the country's first openly gay, gender-fluid senior government official, is no longer employed by the U.S. Department of Energy, facing two separate allegations of luggage theft. I saw him do it. <laughs> no allegation. Well, he did it. Well, also, there were felony charges, I think. At least yes. one of them was felony charged. Yes. I mean, that's a, that's a big deal. Yeah, Sam well, Britton. we don't know whether he did it or not. It's not, it's that, not everybody in America saw it. Sam Britton. If you don't recognize the name, you might remember yeah. his official title as the puppy play bondage dude. That's right. Who Biden put in charge of handling nuclear waste for the United yeah. States government. Was talking about yes. his high heels clacking on the on the, uh, on yeah. the floor. <laughs> yes, that of guy. Of the Pentagon. Yes. Wow. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. Twice I saw him on video. <laughs> Blood pressure, Scott. Got to keep it down, man. I'm, I'm trying to help you with your doctor here. Just keep covering for this guy. All right. Okay. I don't know if this will help or not. This was wild to me for my story. And it's Cindy Lauper, who was at the big celebration yesterday at the White House for the Disrespect of Marriage Act or the Respect of Marriage Act, whatever you call it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because, again, we noticed this a lot of times with people on the left. Okay. They live in fear of things that aren't real constantly this is another example because it seems from the way she's speaking cindy lauper as far as her friends that are gay like she has a family member i believe it's her sister yeah uh thought that gay marriage wasn't legal or it was going to be taken from it something because now everyone can rest in peace according to cindy lauper listen to this i wanted to say thank you to President Biden, um, Speaker Pelosi, Vice President Harris, and all the advocates and his team for, for once, our families, mine and a lot of my friends and people uh-huh. you know, sometimes your neighbors, yeah. we can rest easy tonight because our families are validated. They weren't validated before? I, see, no. 
Like people were living in fear all well, this time up until yesterday. Well, and, and that's the thing. Again, this this bill doesn't actually do that. It doesn't actually enshrine like this is the law of the land. What it says is that, again, hypothetically, if the Supreme Court were to overturn the ruling that made it legal uh, across all 50 states, then the federal government would continue to recognize same-sex marriages in those areas where it is legal still. So if Texas banned it, well, the federal government wouldn't... This bill doesn't do anything. If but it Mass- was of high importance. Right. It, even with everything else going on in the world. Mm-hmm. And Cindy goes on. And because now we're allowed to love who we love, which sounds odd to say, but Americans can now love who we love. And... You couldn't before? No. That's Isn't that what you're saying? Because well, now you can. After yesterday. Until yesterday. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Do we have millions of people that need to get into counseling that bad? Yeah. Holy smokes. You're brainwashed. Bless Joe Biden and all the people that worked on this for allowing people not to worry and their children not to worry about their future. Oh, my goodness. Seriously, if you really believed that up until yesterday, I, I mean, you need help for your own mental uh-huh. stability. Yeah. Holy mackerel. And I mean, people talking yesterday, we can get into it later. I mean, Kamala Harris is acting like there were a bunch of people in America. We're going to do away with interracial marriage. What? Right. Oh, they floated, what the hell they, are you talking about? They floated that after Dobbs, though. That started there, after, I, right after that. You know, yeah. I understand. Yeah. But who is asking for that? If you're a black man married to a white woman or otherwise, you should live in fear from now on because these people are coming for you next. Well, they make things up. and well, that's, they do. Yes. that's it. But there are enough people that are mentally deranged to believe it, mm-hmm. that need help. I mean, I, that's kind of the whole point. All right. Speaking of people that need a lot of help, um, David has a story of a dude that had worms dancing in his testicles. I don't even know how that happens. What? Yeah, you heard me right. And uh, Twitter is now a free flow of unbridled hate. Said who? The answer. Welcome to the night club. Next. (laughs) The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley. Steve oh, Van Camp, man. Scott Robbins. Yes. I can still make you laugh. Oh, jeez. Well, my gosh, David, do, before we get into the next story All with right. Joy Reid, what did you just see? Uh, so the, the House of Representatives is having a hearing on anti-LGBTQ violence. Okay. Because, again, show the stats on that. There was a report that talked about, well, you've had X amount of, it was like 300-something. Uh, no, I don't remember now the the exact numbers. It was like relative to even the trans population, a minuscule amount of people who had been harmed, and most of them, they were sex workers, which, sad to say, you're putting yourself at a greater risk for harm if you are in that business, if you're in that line of work. Yes, um, you're actually less likely to be attacked if you're in the community yes. when you look at statistics. Statistically speaking, yeah, it, yes. was, it, yeah. it really... Uh, it is the safest demographic in America. 
Yes. Uh, some but, would say the most privileged in a lot of ways. And so during this hearing, a representative, a Republican from Texas, was asking, uh, hey, you know, um, do parents have a right to know if their kids are, I don't know, transitioning at school or with a counselor? This is a woman named Jessie Pocock from an advocacy group called Inside Out, a trans advocacy group specializing in dealing with, with kids who are going through this. And this is an Do astounding have a right? Should they be informed about what's going on? Do they have a right to know what's going on in their kids' lives? So I think, again, those of us who are protecting and supporting young people are there and trusted with the information of the things that they are dealing with. In terms of parents' rights to know at schools, I mean, here in Colorado, parents don't have the right. If a young person is questioning their gender or their sexuality there okay. are laws in place that say that they have the right to process that with their trusted counselor so, so you do and so uh, you do a significant amount of your work with kids even starting at age 13. Yep. Uh, what what would be the age of consent then in your in your mind uh, in our community, the age of consent to mental health therapy is 12 years old. So we have okay. laws that enable young people to connect with trusted adults who can support them. That is just so important. It prevents suicide. Oh, there you go. There you go. Don't worry about them being groomed, okay? At least they're not killing themselves, which is what they say every time. Oh, There's yeah. no well, stats to back yeah. it up. Yeah. <clears throat> By the way, I, I want to – was Representative Michael Cloud represents uh, Corpus Christi, Victoria Gonzalez uh, in Texas. I want to mm. commend him for the way he handled himself in that situation because you're just asking the question. You're trying to be direct. Right. You're not, you know, going above and beyond. You're not, you know, flipping out even though I think all of us will. That's how you have to go about it because that's where you really put these people on the defensive because they can't look at you and say, oh, you're just a bigot and you're blah, blah. Right. This lady objectively, like, if you just show that to somebody, do parents have a right to know and be involved in their kids' mental health uh, therapy? And she says no, and that's a good thing. Most people, you hear that in a vacuum, you'd be like, get the hell out of here. Okay? Absolutely. Yes. So what had Scott laughing as we came back, trying to understand that, and we all know different people that are good people, but could be easily influenced one way or another. And I'm just thinking of a particular guy, if he had, you know, a 12-year-old girl or boy, that all of a sudden the counselor saying, hey, they're identifying the other way. Do you want them to kill themselves? Oh, heck no, I don't want them to kill themselves. I, oh, right. I guess Donna's now Dan. <laughs> I, heck, I don't know. Right. Exactly. He doesn't know. That's what they're doing for well, a lot of people. Plus the fact they they believe and they they absolutely talk that way that you are not quite as smart as they are. Oh yeah, it's like I'm smarter. So and some people are intimidated by that. They'll go, well, oh, well, you know, I mean, and then they'll say, and experts, right? And you know, the American whoever yes. of pediatrics, whatever yes. title, the experts there say this is the best yes. action. Yes. Well, you can't trust them either. No. That's just it. Oh, my goodness, man. Okay, we got to get to the Joy Reid audio. Oh, and a guy that had worms in his testes. How does that happen, man? Do the wow. testes. La, 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 la. <laughs> this is the Markley Van Camp and Robert Show. Are you ready? 
Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Making sense of it all today is quite a challenge. Man, you can't. Well, you can't. Just just a challenge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, put it that way. No. Um, I'm trying to make sense of how many people have been thrown out of restaurants, not because they weren't vaccinated or not because they were wanted for something. They were being thrown out of restaurants simply for being gay. Yeah. Well, so Joe Biden signed the uh. so-called Respect for Marriage Act. Uh, which Democrats claim is just about protecting same-sex marriage. Uh, And at the ceremony yesterday, Joe Biden said this was about fighting against the Supreme Court because Justice Clarence Thomas wrote that previous rulings could be overturned, too. Okay. He thinks we should reconsider whether you got the right access to 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 contraception. There you go. And yes, we should reconsider whether you have the right to marry who you love. And that's not only the challenge ahead. When a person can be married in the morning and thrown out of a restaurant for being gay in the afternoon, this is still wrong. That's, okay. Where are the receipts here, Joe? Oh, I, I actually have one because oh, I, okay. I tried to do some research. I'm like, is this a story okay. that I've just missed that all these gay people are being kicked out, out of restaurants? restaurants for being gay? Is is this like a, a weird Chick-fil-A story? Like, what's happening here? Hmm. Uh, so there was one story from January of 2021. It actually happened in New York City. Hmm. The NBC News headline said, gay couple says NYC restaurant kicked them out because of their sexuality. But then you actually read the story and that's not what happened at all. Um, what happened was they were at this, uh, Puerto Rican restaurant. One of the employees said something rude to them and then repeatedly apologized the owner then apologized and offered them a free meal. So they weren't kicked out. They weren't kicked out. But that's the basis of Joe saying you get married in the morning and booted out of a restaurant for being gay in the afternoon? I, I don't know that that is the basis for it. I'm saying that's the one that I could find. Oh. Hmm. They're just making stuff up again, yes. basically. Yeah, basically. Okay. Well, yeah, it's hard to make sense of things so that are just made up. The waiter was making fun of him. The waiter said something. Uh, it wasn't really all that clear from the from the article what the waiter said, mm-hmm. except referenced man, woman, boy, girl, something like that, which uh, was taken as a homophobic slight. Which maybe it was. I again, the article wasn't all that clear about what she was actually saying to the men. Um, but, yeah, but then they weren't kicked out, and they were offered a free meal. That employee got fired. So it was this a piece of cherry-picking that wasn't even true to begin with. Got it. Yes. Let's... To create this idea in people's heads that gay people are just massively being kicked out of restaurants. Yeah. I mean, who knew? Thrown out of a restaurant for being gay in the afternoon. This is still wrong. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> I mean. Oh, goodness. Okay, that one's cleared up then. How about Joy Reid? She's upset about Twitter. 
Yes. Well, who isn't? I mean, liberals are very, very upset. They're not taking this whole thing very well because uh, now that their viewpoints are no longer just protected, they feel threatened. And they claim it's about hate speech. It's not. It's about the loss of control of one of the most influential platforms on the Internet right now. Uh, and so even though they have like 90 percent of the rest of the Internet, 90 uh, percent of mainstream right. media, we lost Twitter and Oh, gosh, people are calling us quivers. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Here's Joy Reid. Okay. When Musk bought Twitter, he promised advertisers that it would not turn into a free-for-all hellscape where anything can be said with no consequences. Yeah, well, since he took over, that's exactly what it has turned into. The Center for Countering Digital Hate has found a notable boost in the number of tweets that use slurs. Now, as you can see on the screen... There are four words, none of which I can say on TV, even on cable, okay. that have jumped in usage, one, as much as 200%. This free flow of unbridled hate speech is now the premier location <laughs> for radicalizing millions of people across the globe. <laughs> yeah. So that study from this organization no one's ever heard of right. said there was a 200% increase in the use of the word of the N-word. Oh. That, that was it. Except that 200% increase actually means the study found about 3,800 examples out of half a billion daily tweets. And do they know how often it was derogatory? Right. That, that's or the part of question. a lyric? <laughs> I'm asking. I don't know, honestly. Right. How, how much of it was, you know, black dudes tweeting at one another? Right. You, you don't know. Because that's the only time I see the N-word dropped is when it's somebody I follow who's black talking to a buddy of his. So can you say the other words? Or do you even know what the other words are? I know are? what the other words are, and no, I can't say them. Okay. You put up a parking lot in their their uh, playground, and they are pissed I off. Know. Well, it's, yeah, it's like here we're going to cherry pick some data and try to make yeah. it seem like it's so weird when people are saying, I'm seeing all this hate come out, and, oh, Twitter wasn't supposed to turn into this hellscape. And I'm just like, again... Where have you been? Because Twitter has always been where good feelings go to get drawn and quartered. Absolutely. It's, it's always been a cesspool. I, I don't really understand why suddenly now. The funniest part is when there are a couple of uh, far left, very liberal accounts that I follow who mm -hmm. are having a conversation about how hardcore pornography was showing up more frequently in their feed. And I'm like, dude, you realize you're telling on yourself, right? Because I don't wow. get any hardcore pornography in my Twitter feed. What happens, though, like there was one time I looked up Lamar Jackson from the Baltimore Ravens. Yes. And I got served a ton of content from the Baltimore Ravens because I actively went to and looked at his page. Yeah. Okay. So if you're having that kind of content show up on your Twitter feed, you just... Super admitted that you are way into looking at porn on Twitter. Wow. That's interesting, man, because the other night I'm watching a news piece talking about how since Musk took over, um, so much of that stuff they've actually taken down. They, he's got engineers working on trying to eradicate it from Twitter, all of the child porn stuff, saying, where was Jack Dorsey on this, asking those questions. And so my wife, who's not on Twitter, is like, you never even told me it was on there. I'm like, I've never seen it. I I have no idea. I don't know 
where you get it. I don't know if it's hidden in compartments. I have no idea. All I do is follow people and look at a feed. Yeah. And usually for news and see how someone reacts to something. So that's really interesting. These guys are like, yeah, the child porn showing up more than ever. <laughs> well, what, not not child porn, just, just porn in general. Just porn yeah, in general. Adult yeah. Got it. Porn. Yeah, like the, the only time, there were a couple of times where years ago where it started showing up on my feed, and that was because I had followed Stormy Daniels when all of that oh, was going yeah. on. And she was <laughs> tweeting about Trump and all this. So I was like, well, I, I promise, honey, it was it was for work. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I thought milk was men I'd love to find. <laughs> okay, other news out there. Okay, I guess we've got so much cash. Um, we're going to go ahead and give money for illegals for their health care. Oh, yeah. Illegals deserve health equity. Yeah, so the Biden administration has approved this plan by the state of Washington. Uh, which rolls back requirements of citizenship or legal residency to qualify for health insurance under the Affordable Care Act. So the Department of the Treasury and the Department of Health and Human Services approved the state's request, uh, and this was requested by the governor in May. Um, So now they are expanding access to qualified health plans, standalone qualified dental plans, and state affordability programs to Washington residents, regardless of immigration status. Uh, and that's in contrast to the Affordable Care Act, which, you know, normally explicitly excludes non-citizens living in the U.S. illegally from collecting benefits of the program. But state of Washington is, like, is just out there like, all right, let's do it. Let's let's incentivize <laughs> oh it even more. Come on in, because it doesn't cost them anything if you're coming in illegally. <laughs> yeah. All right, think about how much a month you're paying for health care. <laughs> And, and, and by the way, it's much, a grand. How much I get billed after healthcare goes? Well, we're not going to pay for that, right? So you're already in for twelve grand a year. Yes. <laughs> These people get it for free. You help yeah. pay for it. Yeah, of course. Your tax dollars, and yeah. not one thank you note, not one gift card. Nothing. No, nope. Don't get that. Um, boy, it seems like this person needed some healthcare. Go ahead and give the story now, David. We mentioned it before, but a guy got worms where and how? Well, all right. So uh, the horrifying medical issue, as published in the New England Journal of Medicine, 26-year-old dude in India, he had swollen family jewels. Doctors took a look and saw microscopic worms dancing in there. That's what they, they, I mean, they said they, the video has made the rounds now. New York Post shared it and other outlets shared it. And yeah, they are kind of dancing around in the testes, man. Oh. <laughs> How does that happen? I, I, I don't know. Well, it's, it, it was elephant titus, apparently. Oh, that's, see, that's, that yeah, had, oof. that had gotten him. I'm telling you, man, all day I've had the song Ballroom Blitz stuck in my (laughs) head. Oh, golly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Sue Animal Day. Here we go. It's it. (laughs) Is he doing okay now? He's doing fine. Yeah, if they they catch it early enough, they can give you antibiotics, they can give you medicine that flushes it out. The guy's doing okay. He's making a full recovery. Okay. Yeah. Wow. But man, if you get to, if you get there too late for that one, well, man. recovery. But he keeps winning at dance contests. <laughs> <laughs> well, Andy never needs someone to provide a chair. No, he so. doesn't. See, that's why we can't have nice things. I know. I guess. Is it, that yeah. a beanbag? <laughs> yeah.
Okay, David has put together a montage, and it's Kamala Harris. I None of us have heard it yet. We can't wait. No, you're going to love it. Next. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. You know, yesterday, huge victory. For not just people that happen to be gay that are married, but also interracial couples. I mean, it, they were right in harm's way until yesterday. I didn't know that. Kamala told me. For millions of LGBTQI plus Americans and interracial couples, this is a victory. What? And it is part of a larger fight. Oh. The fight never ends, you know. The Dobbs decision reminds us. Yes. That fundamental rights are interconnected, including the right to marry who you love, the right to access contraception, and the right to make decisions about your own body. Okay, but I'm going to stop you right there, Kamala, because there's a couple problems here. Sorry. If you're talking about gay marriage, you, you don't have to worry about contraception if you're in a same-sex relationship, and you... you Pretty much are in the clear when it comes to the idea of abortion. Uh, hey, listen, people live out their truth, okay? Uh, and if you have a woman that identifies as a dude, that dude can get pregnant. Got it? I, so what about them, huh? Well, hater. Th th that's actually a woman, though. Yeah, I know. No, it makes no sense. And if that... you know, it was all just a big show about really nothing. <laughs> so dumb. But it got yeah. the media's attention. And yeah, it did. I think that's what they were after. Like, change the conversation. We got real problems going on right now. But that wasn't all Kamala's been talking about. Oh, no. Kamala uh, spoke at an event for uh, young leaders from Africa. Oh, gosh. And she trotted out a very familiar line. <laughs> just... I can't wait. Okay, what was that line? I am an optimist about what lies ahead for Africa and by extension for the world. Because of you, simply put, your ability to see what can be unburdened by what has been. Dude, that is her go-to line. That She is like a guitar player who knows how to play one solo and tries to shoehorn it into every song. Okay? Okay. Whether she's talking to, in this case, Africans, whether she's talking to military academy graduates, Democrats, scientists, whatever, she goes to that line all the time, and it's freaking weird. Here's a montage of it. Okay. We have the ability to see what can be. To see what can be. Unburdened by what has been. To see what can be. Unburdened by what has been. We are guided <laughs> by what we see. That can be unburdened by what has been. Unburdened by what has been. <laughs> to see what can be. Unburdened <laughs> by what has been. We as Democrats have an ability to see what can be. Unburdened by what has been. And then to make the possible actually happen. There you go. Dude, and that's the thing. It's not it's not just like a, a stump speech that she has ready to go. It, it she is talking to the audience as if this is the first time she's ever said it about different things like wait for it here's the money line yeah that will put me in the history books yeah okay <laughs> no that that's absolutely correct that's what she thinks yes you can tell 
by the pausing and the drama. Oh, yeah. See, oh, uh, see. <laughs> you know, all, all that non phony nonsense with her. I thought somebody would write her speeches, though. I didn't think she was, like, doing her own. Well, it's like copy-paste, I think. Okay, it must be because... I wonder, though, and I really don't know this, how many speechwriters has she had? Because there have been a lot of staff that's quit. Yeah, there's been a few. I, I don't know, but that's That brutal. probably is something she wants to throw in there all the time. I'm guessing so, it's too. Like, it's the one inspirational phrase that she really has down pat. Yeah. Yep. And so she's like, put it in there, Okay. We gotta, we gotta lean on that. <laughs> I'm gonna change the topic, Numbing, Scott. No, just for your blood pressure. Yeah. Hey, common holiday injuries. Little health news. Oh. How to avoid? Well, you're not getting up on a ladder. That's the biggest one. No. At this time of year, and then there's toy-related injuries, especially a scooter, something like that for a kid. Yeah. Fire. Because of cooking. Well, you got trees. sixty-three things plugged into an outlet too. Yeah. 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 There's also candles. Got to watch out for that. Yep. Lifting injuries. Uh -oh. oh, yeah. Yeah. Because you're lifting packages, and they say don't rush or twist while picking stuff up. Yeah. And then just cutting yourself. That happens all the time. Yep. You know, especially with, honestly, the kid toys with those plastic wrap things. Oh, yeah. Trying to get those out of there. You know, watch out for that. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Biggest story of the day, David. Uh, there are a couple here. I mean, to me, one of them uh, has to be this hearing that's going on right now in the House of Representatives. Uh, it's about anti-LGBT violence. And so if you have questions about people wanting to give sex change operations to children, you want kids to kill themselves. That's the common refrain we hear. Um, and that's now garbage. we actually have an honest-to-God science denier testifying as an expert in this topic, saying that people who detransition don't actually exist. What? That's Are brand new audio. Me? Yep. Holy freak. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I can't wait to hear that. Yeah. Uh, that and much more straight ahead right here. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp. Well, this is astounding. So the uh, House of Representatives is having a hearing about anti-LGBT violence. Okay. Because okay. that's a big problem. Stats don't really bear that out, but unless you really play with the numbers. Well, you're talking about a bunch of people that just live their truth, and they can say whatever they want and become yeah. whatever they want, so I guess it's happening. So one of the people uh, that is a witness, an expert actually in this, works at a nonprofit that actually works with kids to transition them, as young as 13, by the way. Okay. Uh, this lady's name is Jesse Pocock, uh, and a, rep a Republican representative from Texas actually asked, hey, what do you, what do you think about the people who grow up and then detransition because they realize they made a mistake. What? How do you explain that? That's a great question because that's a lot of people, more and more all the time. All right, roll it. A lot of people in the news coming out detransitioning. Um, could you speak to that phenomenon and and what what's that person going through? Uh, did, were, did they get it wrong? Were they going through a period? Is it just a fluid thing? I mean, could you speak to that? Oh. 
You know, I, I can't really speak to an individual's personal experience. I mean, you know, somebody's gender is just a really personal experience, but I can speak to you. I've been in this work for a long time. I know a lot of trans folks, close friends, um, family members, well, the, and the I've just never heard a the, case of anyone detransitioning. So I honestly don't think it's a real there's, there's thing. There's a... What? You don't think it's a real thing? That's it, right. It is very much a real thing. I mean, even 60 Minutes, I know they had to man down at the end or in the end, but they actually had a whole segment. I I remember praising them at the time for actually doing some real journalism, talking to these people, these kids who had been lied to, uh, who went through the grueling process of transitioning in the first place and then tried to detransition. There's also a young woman by the name of Chloe uh, Cole <clears throat> yes. who's been extremely vocal about her experience being sort of trapped in the gender ideology. Uh, she transitioned to be a boy, and then it didn't work out, and now she's detransitioning and, and trying to warn young people, really, and parents to stay away from this stuff. And I, I think she said something today, actually, that, that I, I, I really like how she put it. She says, uh, not incredibly satisfied with the term detransitioner. It implies that you can go back. All of this is irreversible. This feels like another identity at this point. I'm a girl that has been harmed by gender ideology. Yes, because puberty blockers, where they say, well, you can just reverse it. Yeah. No, you can't. You can't. I mean, it's... Damage there, is done. There are lifelong effects to, to all of that. and So it's interesting to hear a so-called expert who would agree with the idea that there's like 6,000 different genders, but detransitioners don't exist. Not a real thing. Oh, and if... You do detransition. That group comes after you hard, viciously, brutally. Seen that time and time again, too. Wow. Okay, so if you detransition, it's not that you possibly made a mistake or you were going through something like a lot of kids do, especially at 12, 13, 14 years old. And we know that 80 to 90% of those kids will have, quote, grown out of it by the time they're 18. You have a whole lot of professionals that are saying, oh, no, 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 you need to start taking puberty blockers. And they're telling the parents they need to start doing this now or they could kill themselves. <laughs> That's evil, man. You see, have you seen, uh, it's like a map of the United States with how many yeah. um, young gender clinics there are, like in 2007 compared to now? Yeah. Was it like two? In 2007, mm -hmm. and it's all over the place, all over the United States now. I mean, it's a billion-dollar industry. Well, exactly. That's why, and that's exactly why. And that's part of it. And I hope there's a bunch of add-ons in hell because they're going to need the room. Wow, dude. Yeah, I mean, there's so many other things to go to. Now I want to go back and list all that 60-minute stuff because I get the clips. We'll do that maybe a little bit later. we got to get to some other stuff. Well, uh, you know, on the same topic, dude. David, I didn't see this in USA Today, but you saw it. They're wondering why drag shows are suddenly controversial? Yeah, and they filed this under LGBTQ rights. Um, the headline is just, I just want to mention what the headline is. Uh, drag shows have a long history in the South. Why are they drawing threats now? And it's, it's not hard to figure out. It's well, because no. you started going after kids. Yeah, you started doing you know, children's no, birthday parties and school assemblies. And, yeah, yeah. yeah, and, and it's, it's not appropriate. I, it's clearly not appropriate to have... A grown man dressed 
in skimpy clothing, pretending to be a woman, doing strip teases in front of children. That's not healthy. That's not okay. No, but to that group of people, it is. Because they're trying to normalize it. Yeah. And what better way than to start normalizing it with kids? Yeah. And, and you have a bunch of dopey parents that just go along with it. Well, and, and if you're a guy, if you're a grown man, and you get a kick out of having children, like elementary school age children, put dollar bills in your G-string, you don't get to be mad when someone calls you a groomer. All right? Absolutely not. That I... I'm crossing the street if I if I see you walking down it. Honestly, that that's just not okay. And the the pushback is always, well, it's a form of art and expression. It's like, okay, sure, but not all forms of art and expression are appropriate for all ages. Like the of course movie. Not. I mean, the one of the things that comes to mind is I, I think Saving Private Ryan is a great movie. Would I let my three year old daughter watch that, especially the opening scene? No, because no. she's not. Prepared to to grasp what is being depicted on the screen. You're trying to protect her mind. That's part of what a good parent does. Holy smokes, man. Okay. More on that a little bit later. Um, Another poll out says Ron DeSantis is way ahead of Trump. I happened to see a different one today. I think it was Morning Consult that actually had Trump ahead. That's the first one that I'd seen in a long time that had Trump ahead. Yeah. And then I forget, okay, which ones of these polls have been more accurate in the past? And then I think, do I trust any of them? No. Because it does seem like they're constantly wrong. But this latest poll shows DeSantis leading Trump by 23 points among Republicans. That yeah. from USA Today and Suffolk University. Yeah, and Wall Street, for what it's worth. Wall Street Journal had DeSantis ahead by like 14 points or something like that. I mean, so I, I don't know if it's 23 points personally, but I, I, I do think it is more of a toss-up this time around than it even was with all the skepticism of 2015. I think there's a lot of baggage there and some people, a lot of people are just kind of ready to move on. Yeah, the thing that's also different was you had Jeb exclamation mark, right. and then you had a lot of other people that were getting 6 7%, 4 5%. Yeah. This time around, it seems like it's Trump and DeSantis, and then it's kind of everybody else. I was asked this question yesterday. Um, gee, do you guys think that Trump will run as an independent if he doesn't get the nomination? It's possible. I think that's a, the worst fear for a lot of Republican voters. Yeah. You don't think so, David? Oh, I, I think he would. I just don't. I don't think uh, that it's as big of a threat as some people to Republicans are worried about. Yeah. I, I think because when you look at what a guy like DeSantis, what a lot of state-level Republican Party officials have been able to do in Florida, in spots in Virginia, uh, in Texas, really fighting back against some of this you know, groundswell of a, a, the Democratic Party, um, I, I, I just I think you can actually get – there are reachable voters out there who will compensate for anybody who goes for an independent Trump. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't either. That's it's been a long time since we've seen anything like that. Yeah. You're thinking Ross Perot, aren't you, Scott? I absolutely am. Yes, <laughs> you were, man. I could see it. Yes. Um, okay. I don't know. There's different stories we were going to do. I, do we want to do the story about how many guys over the age of thirty dyeing their hair everywhere on their body with all this other talk? 
of the trans stuff. I don't even want to get into that topic today. Let's do this. Weirdest world records broken in 2022. This is a lighter topic. Oh, yeah. What? No, the with the, the weird records. There's always stuff that makes you cringe on this list. Well, yes. Yeah. Not as some of the other things that we could cover today. No, for instance, the dye, hair dye thing is probably more cringy. Yeah, yes. It is. Mm-hmm. Have you ever wanted to break a Guinness Book of World Records record? Never. I have. I have when I was a kid. Was there something you had your sights on, David? No, I, I want to find something that nobody cares about just so that I can say I'm in the Guinness Book of World Records. Well, there's a lot of these here. Maybe yeah. it'll inspire you to do something different. The most soda can suction to a person's head? <laughs> I wonder if I, I bet a guy in Wisconsin one. did 10 at once. <laughs> I, I Here's a weird part of the story. He claims he has this weird skin condition where his pores suck in oxygen. Whoa. Oh, so he doesn't have, like, suction cups on him? He just, like, somehow pops them on his face? Yes. Okay, Ten yeah. Because he could breathe through his head? Again, I'm not saying he can breathe through his head. <laughs> his mama trout? <laughs> How about the most eggs balanced on the back of your hand? What is the record on that? I'm curious now. What would you guess? Closest two wins. Eight. Fifteen. It's 18. Dude in Iraq. Golly. Yeah, that's wild. Fastest time to find and alphabetize all 26 letters in a can of alphabet soup. <laughs> what is the time it took? Two minutes, nine seconds. Wow. Dude, Morgan. Yes. So I'm so I'm assuming then every letter is represented. I've no, I always thought that there was probably an overrepresentation of some. Who knows? That's why it's the Guinness Book of World Records. It's all 26, Scott. I get that, but I didn't Nothing know it was all 26. Nothing gets by you, buddy. Well, hey. Fastest time to eat 10 Carolina Reaper hot peppers? You can have that one. Yep. 33 seconds. Yeah. You got to get that done fast if you're going to eat that many because that can, man. And this, this, seriously, just picture it. May tickle your stomach just a little bit. Little butterflies. Farthest tightrope walk in four-inch high heels. Sam Britton holds the record. (laughs) (laughs) It's a teenager in Vermont. The old record, 49 feet. She walked back and forth on a tightrope and never fell. She just decided to uh, stop at just under 640 feet. Wow. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. I mean, little things that would have impressed you when you were younger. Farthest distance to blow a pee with one breath. (laughs) Dude in Idaho has broken the record 250 times. He broke it again just under 85 feet. Damn. Yeah, pretty good. All right, news update straight ahead right here. The Markley Van Camp Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, so a lot of talk about yesterday. Joe Biden, big to do at the White House, the signing of the Disrespect for Marriage Act. Sorry, Respect for Marriage Act. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and to make it classy, they had to have the drag queen there. That was Marty Cummings. And then, you know, Marty, the one man party. Well, Libs of TikTok had shared what Marty had put on social media earlier this year. Yeah, he's he's something. Um, The tweet came in response to another user who was suggesting in a post that the crowd at a New York City gay bar was younger than on a typical night. And uh, Marty Cummings tweeted, the kids are out to sing and suck. And then I can't say that other word. Ah, starts with D. Oh, no. Um. And so 
I had no idea this happened a few years ago. This particular drag queen did a TED talk about worldview and how someone could have their mind changed. I'm not joking. Okay. And so you do. You have this typical sort of TED talk crowd is watching the drag queen, and this is how it goes. I learned how the power of a 20-second video can change your life, how a 20-second clip can change your entire worldview. Take a look. Okay. And then plays him doing a drag show, I guess it was in Jersey, in front of a two-year-old and other family members. He sits up on the table and is sort of gyrating around to Baby Shark. Yeah. And so there are people that go to these things like, oh, isn't it funny? That's me and two-year-old Brody at my drag brunch in New Jersey. So a lot of times families come to the brunch mm. because they're not able to go to a regular drag show late at night, and it's a time that kids can experience drag. Because of Baby Shark, I was able to come to the Pilgrim House and do a series of kids shows. Right. Oh, they're not coming for your kids, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they are. And I would ask the kids during these shows, I would say, what do you want to be when you grow up? And to my surprise, a lot of these kids said they wanted to be a drag queen. Oh. And so, that's to be celebrated. So you're grooming. Yes. Cool. Can you imagine? Now we agree. You send away for tickets to a TED Talk. <laughs> kind of like Oprah. You don't know who you're going to see, but you just assume some captain of industry. And you're sitting there. Boy, you're excited. You get your tickets. You're in the audience. And you get this. <laughs> yeah. Like and honestly, okay, so I'll ask you the question. If you're the person that stands up and says, just want to say... That's not cool. It's not cool to gyrate in front of a two-year-old. It's not appropriate. You're going to get booted out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But is that the right thing to do? In my world? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Nobody in that crowd is going to do that. No, they, they just uncomfortably laugh. As you can hear. That's me and two-year-old Brody at my drag brunch in New Jersey. <laughs> Uh, no. uh, is this normal? Uh, Are we supposed to clap? Because uh, I kind of exactly. feel, I kind of feel like uh, this is uh, an episode of To Catch a Predator right now. Like very elaborate setup. <laughs> they got him to do a TED talk. Right. You're gonna right. have Chris Hansen come out on the stage. All right, why don't you have a seat there, bud? Either that or it's Ash and Kutcher going. <laughs> you got punked. You didn't do nothing. <laughs> You just sat there. It does. Don't you realize how crazy this you, is? You hear crap like that, and you do actually feel like you're on some sort of candid camera type thing. Like, yeah, you're looking around. Are you? Is this for freaking real? What would you do, John Quinones? <laughs> <laughs> but then you have this house hearing today where we're hearing, hey, if you criticize trans people or drag queens, you're inciting violence. You want to do your drag queen thing, do it. I don't care. Stay away from the kids. Yeah, that's all. That That's it. But it's also incredible. You have so many administrators, so many school teachers, so many parents saying, oh, yeah, this is great. So, yeah. And if that's a school where your kid's going to, your choices are, well, basically to leave. This is the Mark McVeigh Camp and Robin Show. Are you ready? 
Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Monthly Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. As always, thank you for being here. There's a lot going on today. Um, kids are being attacked by extremist Republicans. Well, that's, that's got to stop. Well, that, Who's that, doing it? Yeah, so uh, Joe Biden signed the Respect for Marriage Act. Um, and Democrats are saying this is uh, protecting same-sex marriage, but it doesn't really do that. I mean, even even the activists who who want something like this passed are saying, well, this is just kind of a bunch of lip service because all it does is say that if the Supreme Court were to overturn the ruling that legalized gay marriage, then the federal government would continue to recognize same sex marriages in states where it's legal. So, I mean, like if Oklahoma were to outlaw same sex marriage, the federal this bill would not do anything with that. What we knew was just sort of a. Hey, let's change the topic and have a celebration and talk about some evil that's not really there. They want to take away this and that and interracial couples and contraception, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, the last time we saw Cindy Lauper was on the psoriasis commercial. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre says, well, there is more work to do because Republicans bad. Okay. In spite of uh, this important legislation, it is also true that there are extremist uh, conservatives who appear bent on uh, taking away fundamental rights, including marriage equality. Uh, This bill provides an important measure uh, of security and state stability for LGBTQI plus families, but their children should should uh, uh, should should see should also. She's so good. Yeah. (laughs) Smooth. Talented. Should should uh, uh, should should see. Should also will also get the the attacked right as we know. Right. Um, as we know. As what? What are you talking about? Attacked how? What do you mean? Um, sadly, and their uh, legal attacks on marriage equality will continue to persist. Hmm. You know, and part of that yesterday. So, let's say for the sake of argument, there were plenty of gay couples across the United States that were worried that marriage would be taken away. And say that it was a celebration. From at least what I read online, there were people upset that that wasn't the focus, that it went to the slippery slope of, and hey, we need gender-affirming care for kids. Yeah. <clears throat> because that's what Biden said. Which means what? Hey, if there's a 12 or 13-year-old kid that's confused, somebody wants to give them puberty blockers, you got to let them have it can't have these crazy laws like in florida stopping that from happening because the quote experts know right (laughs) man oh man so if you're i mean i'm thinking about gays against groomers right now not happy with the whole parade yesterday at the white house yeah why are you conflating the two together and that's what it is there's always work to be done right just happened to see this yesterday Because one thing that we hear all the time from the left is it's not happening. And then once you say, here's the proof that it's happening, well, it should happen. Yeah, it's a good thing. (laughs) Right. (laughs) This is a teacher 
again, lives at TikTok, so they're taking off TikTok. This teacher puts this out there for everyone. Um, complaining about another teacher in the school. Right, just listen to this. So I run the Pride Club at my school, um, and I'm having kind of an issue with uh, another teacher in the school building right now. Okay, what's the best thing to do? Why not go on TikTok well, and that's air it, it out? Yeah, go right. on, go tell the world and whine about it. Here we yeah. go. She said some pretty terrible things about me um, and the club, uh, telling kids that she thinks it's stupid and a waste of time, and you know we're pulling kids out of her class, which. Technically, yes. You know, we are pulling kids out of the class. What? What? Oh, hold on. Wait a second. You're running the club. When's the club? The club's during school? That's a club Kid. I'd belong to then. I know. <laughs> yeah. Are you be kidding? There. Yeah. I'm you, in. You'd be there with that intersectional uh, uh, trans gay flag right. thing that they've got going. That has like uh, a million get, different colors I, on it. If I get out of biology, yes. <laughs> I was thinking algebra. Algebra, whatever. <laughs> um, what? Yeah, identify, whatever. Get me out of class. Yeah, yeah so yeah, that's... Pulling kids out of her class, yeah. which... It's true. Technically, yes. You know, we okay. are pulling kids out of the class. Um, but it's only for 30 minutes a week, and it's on Mondays. So oh, the last, like, oh. 30 minutes of first period, the kids come to me. Um, I understand that, you know, the kids are coming to my class during another class period. Um... I have okayed this with my administration, with what? my principal, my admin, all that, uh, because the kids told me straight up, they were like, we don't want to have it after school just in case because some of their parents don't know. Um, it would make them feel more comfortable to just, you know, do it at school. That way it's a little more, you know, discreet. <laughs> of course they did. Yes. Would you like rather have this during school? Yes. <laughs> yes, I would. Gets me out of class. Are you Keeps kidding? it from my right. parents. And so society needs to trust me with your kid's sexuality. Okay? Take a good look at me. <laughs> good golly. Holy crap, man. And then they're so upset that Libs of TikTok puts that on Twitter. Well, there was more death threats for that person mm. who runs Libs of TikTok. I know. They actually tweeted, hey, FBI, can you look into this? It was death threats. Yeah, it's just kind of crazy that someone just puts that out there. You know, and, and her kids don't need it. They have challenges enough, okay? They have a hard enough time as it is. They do not need this teacher messing with them, being homophobic, transphobic, <laughs> saying things that she shouldn't. Um, so now I'm pissed off. Ooh. And she will now have to deal with me uh -oh. because I will be taking her to admin. Oh. So... I'm not happy about this. You are not going to drag my kids like this. Not happening. My kids? Not your kids. Nope, not your kids. Not even in your class. Nope. No. Now she's pissed at libs of TikTok. Okay. Well, and she's going to take that to the admin. Right. How's the admin going to handle me. that? Wait till the teacher finds out the administration okayed it. <laughs> yeah. See where that goes. Okay, another news update you have, David, is what? Oh, so uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis yesterday has called for or called for a grand jury to be impaneled to investigate uh, the rollout of the COVID vaccine because there are questions about how safe and effective it really is. And yes. even if you're, you know, skeptical of some of the more aggressive claims of, of this thing killing like thousands of people or whatever, even if you're skeptical of that, it's like just as a 
person who lives in this country who has taken two shots, I would like to know what, you know, how much were people lied to about this? Absolutely. And even if you can come back and say, well, we really didn't find anything. Okay. That's cool too. Let's, let's look into this. Okay. There are enough questions about it, especially because getting this vaccine doesn't actually stop you from getting or spreading the coronavirus. So that that's like failure. Number one, uh, let's find out uh, all of it. Let's let's get let's get to getting here. Well, we've also seen peer-reviewed studies from other countries. Yeah, that say it can be harmful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's the story? So uh, Anthony Fauci, the science itself, yes. has graced us with his presence. He was on CNN. He was asked about it, and well, listen to what Fauci had to say. I mean, okay. we have a vaccine that unequivocally is highly effective and safe and has saved literally millions of lives. The Commonwealth Fund. I'm sorry. Effective. In what way? How do you define it? How do you define effective? I mean, from keeping you from get it, getting it? No. Because that's what they said, and we know that's not true. No. I don't need, I'll go, just let them roll all the way out. I apologize. Has come out with a report just this past week that vaccinations that have been administered over this period of time, this last year and a half, to two years has saved 3.2 million lives, 18 million hospitalizations, and approximately $1 trillion in costs. So what's the problem with vaccines? I mean, vaccines are life-saving. So quite frankly, Kate, I'm not sure what, what they're trying to do down there. <laughs> Tells me a lot the way you answered that question. Hey, I invite anybody. I mean, we all want to get to the truth. Right? Yes. We're far from it, sir. I mean, if you're not afraid of something coming out, I mean, isn't it? Yeah, let's check into it. I mean, in the end, it's about public safety and public health. So if you're finding something with the vaccines, something that maybe we didn't see ahead of time, welcome it. Because in the end, you want the health of people. That's priority number one. Yeah. That's not what he said. Uh it's it's been effective everywhere saved millions of lives and trillions of dollars no he doesn't want that to happen he doesn't want all the information to come out because you've been paying attention you've already seen quite a bit of the information be interesting to see who joe replaces him with because it's going to have to be a glass ceiling breaker i'm sure oh my goodness i didn't even think of that yeah it'll have to be Yes, and then if you criticize that person, you'll be whatever phobic. Right, exactly. It's You're bulletproof then, yes. Yeah, that would be the whole thing. Yep. Okay. You know, real quick, it is the Christmas season. And I think sometimes you, you hear some of this news, it's frustrating, sometimes depressing. I think there's a lot of good news out there because it's turning. People are starting to figure it out more and more, I think, all the time. And because it's the Christmas season, fan camp really treated us to a holiday classic or soon to be maybe yes. in your household and it's a mashup and i'll let you take over from there Dave. Well, it's bill mcclintock does some great mashups taking two songs putting them together sometimes he does like six songs all together working in harmony in this case though it's van halen's ain't talking about love mixed with felice navidad <laughs> and it works oh, better than it ever has any right to okay and i think we should enjoy this again Dave 
started smiling. Just like I told you before. Scott smiling. Tell you what, man, that guy's a genius. Yeah, that's really good, man. That guy's a genius. I don't know how he does it, but he does it. Wow. Yeah. See, I put a smile on everybody's face. All right. Uh, now we'll get back to uh, another news update in just a minute. Stay away from the kids, you freaks. That and much more coming up right here. Yeah. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. <laughs> Headline: Just crack me up. Daily Mail. Joe Biden, 80, vents to allies about he's fed up with fixation on his age. Yeah, why would anybody <laughs> be worried about his age? Like, stop, he's sick and tired of it. I know. Well, I mean, he was talking today to uh, leaders from different African nations, and I thought he sounded sharp as a tack. And this will include partnerships between Africa and American African American companies to provide cybersecurity services to make <laughs> so African American companies will be helping in Africa. Did he just tell black people to go back to Africa? <laughs> See, now I'm playing. I'm playing what how CNN treated right, Trump. Yes, right. right. Yeah. He just told black business owners to go back to Africa. <laughs> ah, racist. <laughs> Goodness gracious. This is the United States of America, guys. Right. <laughs> yes. There's a nothing to see here. A lot of different quotes from different people close to the president. He's sick and bleeping tired of it. People always talking about his age. Because uh, by all appearances now, he is planning on running again. I, I think so, you? yeah. Sharp as attack. No problems. I understand, but you have... Well over 50% of Democrats that don't think he should run again. All men and women created by the... So you know the, you know the thing. You know. Gosh, dang it. You know that. Wow. What? I start on a roll and then you just want well, more. Well, no, it's like... You're like a dog well, no, that I wants do. more food. Like, he can't understand what people are concerned about his age? <laughs> really? Governor and when he'd be pre-K. The pre-K. You know... The attack of the words. True and international double to pressure. That's an old timer right there. That's his stairway. Yeah, I know. True and dash double to pressure. <laughs> no one, not done. The history books will note it. Yes, that's really actually musical. That one too. Yeah, the whole not to not thing. Right. We should probably move on to other. Okay, have one more. Well, I mean, it depends on what you want. You know, there's a lot of different Could things. Could I get an encore, maybe? <laughs> That's not true. You're saying things you do not know what you're talking well, about. Well, it's getting countries confused. There's no way we were ever going to unite Ukraine. I mean, excuse me, Iraq, <laughs> Afghanistan. No way that was going to happen. Right. He was that close to getting rung up. <laughs> I got another Very, one for you. Oh, this is brand new. This is today again. Oh, today. Talking to African leaders. Deal room. That sounds like something that we shouldn't be saying. Proper, you know, Prosper Africa deal room. I kept asking, where's the, where's the deal room? I think I'm looking at it. Pros, propsers. What do you say? The, I don't know. Javier uh, Bacaria. The, the Prosper Just, Africa deal room is, I guess. Okay. Uh, 
You know the thing. Okay, got that. All right. Also, just know this. If you criticize trans people at all, you're encouraging violence. Uh, that's, why I keep, that's what they keep telling me. Yeah. Who said that today? Olivia Hunt? Yeah, an activist uh, who was uh, testifying in front of Congress today about anti-LGBTQ violence. Okay. All right. She is from the Transgender Equality Policy. Oh, she's the director. Okay. Even hospitals have been targeted with bomb threats and intimidation tactics. Based on social media figures spreading baseless stories that the providers are, in their words, mutilating children. There's a straight line that can be drawn from the legislation trying to strip trans people of our human rights to the increasingly hostile and inflammatory rhetoric portraying us as a threat to society to the acts of violence that have taken far too many lives. Stay away from kids. That's it. And I don't know what you're talking about. The people engaged in these efforts, from the politicians and media figures who normalize the dehumanization of trans people, to the influencers who vilify us on social media, to the people brandishing firearms and making bomb threats, bear culpability for the violence that ensues. Okay. The legislation is for kids. And all these other stats that I don't know, does he have statistics to tell us what he's talking about? There's rarely receipts when it comes to this. Mm the same stuff over and over this is the markley van camp and robin show okay is that the biggest story of the day what is the biggest story of the day biggest story of the day as far as your wallet is that the the fed has hiked interest rates again highest point in 15 years uh in an effort to try to again strategically steer the economy into a ditch instead of going over a cliff and so that's that's what they're trying to do they're slowing down the rate hikes but um yeah, that's the big news right now as far as your wallet is concerned. Yeah, but the inflation's transitory. That's what, yeah, well, yeah, we heard inflation <laughs> was transitory. And actually, just yesterday, Joe Biden came out and did a victory lap because inflation was increasing at a historic rate, but not as bad as some people on Wall Street expected. Right. No, how, how do you do that? I don't know. You continue <laughs> to do it. All right, Robin, you got your big three of the day. Yeah. All right, the Robin's trifecta and a news update straight ahead right here. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay. So, man, a lot of stuff going on, and especially yesterday with the, what is it called again? The Celebration of Marriage or something Protection Act. Yeah. And so it was a big party at the White House. All this celebration. And it's weird because they said they were protecting gay marriage, but then they included interracial marriage, contraception, and then they had a, well, a drag queen there, and then Biden's talking about, hey, we got to have the surgeries for the kids, okay? It's gender-affirming care, Mm -hmm. and if you don't like that, you're hateful. Uh, Well, yeah. It's kind of crazy. I mean, to most reasonable people, that is crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. And I know people have been saying for a while, you know, this is the slippery slope. And, you know, back in 2015, when different people said, you know, what's going to be next? It's going to be the trans issue. And then it's going to be normalizing, you know, relationships with kids. Well, they're doing it. They are. Well, and at the time, you're like, really, is it going to go that far? No, yeah. I see this story from Daily Wire. Okay, follow this for a sec. A Norwegian lesbian artist is being investigated, might spend time in jail for saying men cannot be lesbians. Just for saying that. Golly. That's hate speech. Mm -hmm. 
So the story goes like this. Back on November 17th, Tanger Javjan. Nice. Freaking right, that's her name. That's how you pronounce it. <laughs> yeah. I even checked the spell on I that. I know, it, I heard you. Tanjay. Yeah. It's like Kanye, but the Tanjay. Only Tan. Was told that she was being investigated because of a Facebook post criticizing men who said they were lesbians. That used to be an old joke for dudes like in the oh, 80s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always said, I'm a man, but I could have a woman trapped inside my body, right? Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, Tanjay is a lesbian artist who has faced all this pushback for standing up for women. So in her post, she also criticized transgender activists who try to prosecute women who are against gender ideology. She wrote, it's just as impossible for men to become lesbian as it is for men to become pregnant. Men are men regardless of their sexual fetishes. Uh-oh! Oh, boy. <clears throat> so they translate this on Facebook. Um, she goes on to say, men with fetishes have been protected as a vulnerable minority through the foolish and constructed concept of gender identity. Is And it says Coco. I take it that's crazy, Norway. But he, anyway, that apparently is hate speech because the law there changed in 2020. Saying it's hate speech. You say anything bad against transgender people. It's illegal. And she's also not the first to be confronted with charges over saying men cannot be mothers or lesbians. <laughs> saying something. It's almost comedy, isn't it? Something something that's objectively true is criminalized, huh? Interesting. Yes. yes. Um, she says she's trying to safeguard women and girls' rights. Um, so... Tanjay went in front of this politician uh, trying to ask the question, saying, I believe it's absolutely necessary to place biological sex as the basis in all contexts where sex has legal, cultural, and practical relevance. And that equating sex with gender identity was harmful, discriminatory for women and girls, especially lesbians. Will the equality minister take action to ensure that lesbian women's human rights are safeguarded by making it clear that there are no lesbians with penises, that males cannot be lesbians regardless of their gender identity and by tidying up the mess of the harmful gender policies left behind by the previous government. It's not happy. We made it through that entire paragraph without anyone commenting <laughs> the no lesbians with penises line. Yeah. I'm proud of you both. <laughs> well, So the politician replied, I do not share an understanding of reality where the only two biological sexes are to be understood as sex. Gender identity is also important. So this has been a fight for a while. Well, you don't have to agree with it. But now it's hate speech to say, <clears throat> well, what I said before, there are no lesbians with penises. Well, the, the scary part to me is that it's not just like Norway. The U.K. has moved on to these types of things, issuing fines and threatening jail time for saying unapproved speech. And there's a pretty sizable, they're not the majority, not even close, but it's a, it's a sizable chunk of the American uh, public that likes that idea. That I mean, that's why you see so many people in media freaking out over the idea of Elon Musk promoting free speech on Twitter. What do you hear right. all the time? Hate speech. Well, in America, there actually is no such thing as hate speech. Right. There's highly objectionable speech mm -hmm. there's you know racial slurs things like that that 
you can absolutely say, I don't like that you use those words. I don't like the way that you say them. But they are protected under the First Amendment. There is no such thing legally as hate speech. But they want to change that. And right now there are a lot of politicians and pundits who are seeding it within the American public that there is such a thing as hate speech that is not protected by the First Amendment. That's why you always hear this thing. You can't yell fire in a crowded movie mm-hmm. theater, a crowded theater, which is actually not true. That is protected speech. Well, Darn, only... I've been holding myself back all these years. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but you have the help also of the universities mm-hmm. and to high schools, now down to middle schools and grade schools to indoctrinate the same thought. So the old slippery slope, as they say. Oh, all right, yeah. Robin, you ready for your yeah, three? let's rock and roll. Okay, let's do it. Are you ready? It's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Scott Robbins got three stories of the day. The trifecta every day at this time. Helped by his hero in life. Hi, it's me, Casey. Oh, hey, buddy. Casey Kasem. Not just radio, but life. I'm ready. He's ready for the countdown. Three. Uh, Number three, the governor of California is a little bit worried about what happens when Title 42 ends. This is the Trump-era health order that allowed uh, authorities to deport uh, illegal immigrants a little more easily, even though it wasn't really working all that well, as evidenced by the record number of people crossing (laughs) over. Uh, But they're letting it expire next week. And Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, is saying, hey, uh, Joe, this is going to break us. Yeah, the Democratic governor, Gavin Newsom, warned yesterday that President Biden's plan to reverse Donald Trump's uh, border policies could break his state. The Biden administration is set to uh, lift, as you mentioned, David, Title 42. Newsom said, speaking to uh, ABC News, the fact is what we've got right now is not working. It's about to break (laughs) in a post-42 world unless we take some responsibility and Ownership. Now, if you go back in the time it's seen to uh, September, Newsom signed a bill allowing illegal immigrants to obtain state IDs. He said, "We've got a state refuge here." A majority he's been of encouraging people state. for a long time. Yes, and now all of a sudden, he's shifting gears, saying, "Hey, this is my problem now. This sucks." What do you think's going to happen? Yeah, he's going to condemn a problem he helped cause. I love this stuff when it yeah. happens. I love it. See it all the time, yes. Yep. We're getting closer and closer to number one. The Scott Robbins trifecta top three of the day. Two. Uh, NBC News went a little weird with that puppy play bondage guy that Biden put in charge of nuclear waste. Who's yeah, the now guy been named fired. Sam Britton. Yeah. Have you seen pictures of him? Everybody has by now, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, NBC News' report on the firing of the non-binary. i got to say that. Sam Britton takes the cake here. Uh, It was this Energy Department spokesperson, Sam Britton, the first openly gender-fluid senior government official, no longer works for the agency. He's out of a job because of theft accusations. Now, he was charged with a felony twice. I've seen him on the video twice. He had a suitcase in his hand that wasn't his. He was leaving the scene. I'm not alleging anything. He did it. Real quick as a side note, David, I know this conversation's happening on the show, but it, yeah. it should probably happen on the show. 
in light of Scott being gone last week and high blood pressure, <laughs> do you think maybe it's time to take the trifecta this away? This stuff makes me maybe. nuts. <laughs> yeah, I think. It just makes me nuts. Alleged. Like there's, there's some question as to whether it was him stealing women's luggage and then wearing the clothes. Scott. I think Casey's concerned, too. Oh, well, I'm concerned. Okay. Now, on with the countdown. The first non-binary government official. No, he stole suitcases. And you know he stole more than two, right? As far as I know, he's also the first elected official to be caught stealing suitcases <laughs> at an airport to actually lose his job. By well, him. no, no, They're no. Appointed, the, not, not elected. But sorry. First appointed. appointed of course. And no one would elect him. The first My appointed bad. non-binary. Yeah, I know. You got to throw that in there, too. Yes. All right. Okay. I think we're all the way up to number one. Jeez, oh, yes. Man. Uh, number one, uh, a dude taking a smoke break saved a cop's life. Yeah, a guy out in L.A. He's a hotel owner. He was just enjoying puffing on his Marlboro. He jumped into action yesterday to help save a California highway patrol officer. He said, I probably opened the door. I light up my lung dart and I see what's going on. I'm like, holy cow. There's a police officer that's trapped inside his car. He said he jumped a fence, rushed to the aid of the police officer, was able to help him, rescue him from the from the wreckage that was there. It was a car accident. Wow. Three, three hour car accident. Okay. So the guy's a hero, right? And I just have to say something right now. Smoking saves lives. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If this guy's not out pulling on a, on a Marlboro, this doesn't happen. You don't think somebody else could have come along? And oh, then they would have filmed it on their camera. They wouldn't have helped. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm not going to argue with that. Yes. Yeah. You're not going to start smoking but, again, are but you? But if he doesn't smoke, buddy, we got problems. <laughs> yes. Okay. And there you have it. Thank you, Casey. The Scott Robbins trifecta. I hope you've enjoyed it. It's gone. This was the last one. <laughs> no, no, no. There'll be more. Okay. I am going to get that blood pressure. The cuff? I'm gonna get the cuff. We're gonna we're gonna take it after the trifecta. Make sure you're all right. Okay, uh -huh. we got to get to a news update and Nimrods of the news straight ahead right here. All right, the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. I mentioned earlier. I actually saw it on the Today Show. They covered the border crisis. Unbelievable. But shocking. Yeah. They ignored it forever. I guess CBS also covered it. <laughs> and newsbusters made the point and other people have well the midterms are over it's safe to cover now you can tell people what's going on yeah, at the border sure you can unbelievable yeah. so i mean there are a lot of different angles to the story i don't suppose it's a big surprise that an angle that legacy media will take is the harrowing trip for a lot of these quote migrant families mm -hmm. i understand it is this wouldn't have happened had we not basically said, yep, open borders for the last couple of years. Yeah. They failed to mention that, of course. Right. But, you know, Border Patrol, they're being stretched thin? Really? Welcome to the news. Yeah. Did you have another update to get to, David? Uh, just a bizarre story that made me do a double take here. Oh. There's a caterer in the U.K. who's facing some backlash right now. Uh, and not just because apparently it's an all plant-based, vegan, you know, hippie, commie food service truck. Okay. But they have a plant-based hot dog that they have called the Anne Frankfurter. Gosh dang it. 
Oh my goodness. Oh my. Whoa. Holy cow. Yeah, if you're if you're curious, it's a plant-based hot dog topped with raw onion, relish, ketchup, and mustard. And for some reason, they call that the Anne Frank Frankfurter. Hmm. And then wonder, well, what's the big deal? Yeah, what's the problem? You know, I bet they didn't think about it. I bet they thought it was cute. No way. I bet they did. Well, this will get attention. Right, exactly. No such thing as bad publicity. Right. Whoever said that was stupid. Yeah, yeah. because there is. Know, right? and, and they're about to feel the wrath of it. Yeah. <laughs> Holy smokes. Golly. Well, I don't know if this story, I, it probably doesn't belong in Nimrod, so I'll... <laughs> could not believe it's just interesting. This was from a college kid in Illinois, McKenna Buchanan. Posted a video on TikTok. I'm not on TikTok. But I heard about it. Um, apparently, her neighbor's hamster chewed through their shared wall and then popped its head out of the hole. Uh-oh. Hello. So, you you know, you hear this weird scratching sound. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Been in a place before that had mice or something like that, and you hear that little scratch yeah. at night. Oh, yeah. You remember that from college. Um but anyway, she noticed this weird sound, texted her roommate for help. They did, couldn't figure it out. It seems like something's digging in the wall. What is that? And at first, it seems like this little hole. And then all of a sudden, there comes the head. And it's this little hamster named Linda. But she wouldn't come out of the wall, so they had to lure her out with tortilla chips. <laughs> Works every time. Have you had to do this before? Lure a hamster out of a wall? Yes. No. Okay. But tortilla chips would get me out of the wall, too. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, we go to Nimrod's in the news. Roll it out. When the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Ian. It's Nimrod's in the news on the Martley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. I love the poorly educated. All right. Nimrod's in the news. Okay. 33-year-old woman, Sarah Richards, arrested. Stole a guy's watch. This was in Las Vegas on Sunday. Apparently, she had a pretty elaborate plan. Uh, She had flirted with the guy, got invited back to his room. So they're making out. She told him, well, you should take your watch off. You know, I don't want it to cut me. Okay. So then she insisted, you know, we should have some more wine. Well, she swiped the watch, but the guy noticed, followed her out, and alerted security. So the police are called. They're searching. And they can't find the watch. She later admitted that, well, she hit it. And yeah, she hit it there. Oh, the, no. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, that's where she hit it. Um, she was arrested and charged with grand larceny. Police later found out that Sarah's from Baltimore and was in town to attend a court hearing related to another similar crime. She was arrested back in Vegas, or in Vegas in June, for a very similar crime. Same uh, place. It wooed a guy, drugged him, and then stole a hundred thousand dollar watch. But I, as far as we know, it didn't end up, you know, there. Mm-hmm. So, oh my gosh, man, you got to be careful. But that's how she got it in the first place. Oh, buddy, right. sort of, and that's Nimrod's in the right, news. Yeah.